Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I don't have my huge diffuser light. I am talking kind of low because one of my babies is sleeping right there. I usually work in this room when he's not here, obviously. But I really can't wait to record this. And not as in, I can't wait to record this. I really cannot wait any longer to put something like this out. Especially after what happened today. It's July 20th. And our president had put a little climate change presentation together. Relatively coherent speech. Not that I really care or follow. But um, I said a lot of very interesting things. A lot of typical catchphrases and clickbait type things to keep you interested at least engaged and um, I'm not sure how many people are really believing this whole thing I think this climate change conversation is actually one of the most important things that has ever come across our culture and at least our part of the world at least our society because like a lot of things that our particular country has done not Everyone in the world really believes that they're true. And here's the other part of that. Most people watching this and most people that you've just met on the street don't believe it either. Even the ones that say that they do. Not because they think Big Brother's watching them, although you do have a cell phone in your pocket, don't you? But it's much more than that. It's just an innate, natural instinct to believe something. Think about the emperor's new clothing. The child finally made obvious what was already obvious. He made the obvious obvious again. He made it okay for at least one other person to say, Oh yeah, you're right. He isn't wearing anything. Please don't mind the lack of beauty in this broadcast. Because once again, this is not what this is about. I wrote down a ton of notes in one of my many notepads here, my little area um, of this little speech that he put together. I'm not going to be making my show uh, like this, where I just am some you know news broadcaster type guy. That's not my goal. I'm going to stay away from politics as much as possible. I'm going to bring things up in my interviews, in my research, in my solo episodes that I plan uh, to have released very soon, as a matter of fact. This is absolutely not even close to what I had in mind as the very first thing I'm putting out there, but I don't care. I don't care if the presentation isn't pristine. The rest of it will be. Right now, it's just a heart-to-heart. -heart. And there's a lot of you that maybe are on the fence about certain things. I'm not going to go into details about what I do and do not know about climate change. But I think that believing that suddenly there are massive heat waves that are destroying the planet seemingly overnight, I realized that it's not. I remember Al Gore, the algorithm, <laughs> quoting a pretty awesome podcaster out there. Al Gore rising on that, that platform, lifting him up, if you recall. It's about the most work he's probably done in a long time. <laughs> Not that I know what his real career is at this point. But um, I think that movie got some people thinking about this stuff, at the very least. And um, it's things like that 
events like that can change the shape of our cultural mindset, our hive mind, so to speak. The mob mentality can grow quickly. It can grow in a millisecond. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's very bad. How can a mob mentality be good? I don't know. Maybe somebody does something really inappropriate in public. Anything you can possibly think of. Something bad, something violent, and an entire mob will take him down or her down in two seconds. This is when a good thing occurs. A bunch of people see something wrong, they take action immediately without waiting. There's a time and a place for that. The mob mentality that is usually defined something more akin to, well, this, actually, this climate change thing. Think about it. Are you potentially friends with somebody or no longer friends with somebody because of this exact topic? Are you simply unwilling to speak about it knowing that you might actually alter a relationship with a friend or a family member? These are the kinds of things that break down entire societies. These are the kinds of things that break down family units within the same household. Depends on the age, obviously, and other things. But once again, I've said this several times already tonight, think about it. Just think about it. That's all I'm really asking of you at this point. I'm going to be asking a lot more of you as a viewer throughout this podcast because, in all honesty, I've got a lot of stuff lined up, and I'm, I feel like I've been doing this in my head for decades. And um, it's, strangely enough, something I am looking forward to. And why I say it's strange is because it's not all good stuff. As a matter of fact, most of it isn't good stuff. I've got children in my life got multiple types of jobs. I've got a wife. I've got family. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or ruin someone's day by mentioning something. But I also want to make sure that everyone I love doesn't go on another day without at least realizing that something like this is not set in stone and it is not potentially what they tell you it is. Even if it is happening, it doesn't mean that it's not being manipulated or created. That's right. There's tons of science fiction movies with weather manipulation and other things like that. Melting of the poles. We've all heard it. Apparently there's an iceberg near New York for the Titanic. I'm not sure if there's been one since, but maybe global warming has happened that quickly. Hard to say. Once again... Just think about how many icebergs you know to exist in the area that they claimed there was one at the time of the Titanic. And as was with most things that you really should question, you weren't there, and no one that was can talk to you about it. And I really hope that as I literally hold back tears, <laughs> I really do hope that everyone watching this, whether you know me or not, that you're thinking about everything that I'm going to do, everything I've already said, which was extremely casual and um, more of a one-way conversation at the very least, an inquest, so to speak, <laughs> uh, 
and I'm sure that my demeanor, regardless of what I end up saying, is certainly coming from a place of absolute genuine honesty. I'm staring into the lens of a camera right now. How much more sterile can this environment possibly be for me right now? I'm surrounded by books. I'm surrounded by pencils. At least I can see at least 12 pencils right now. Some have erasers, some don't. <laughs> yes, I'm also a musician. Not anymore full-time, I'd say, but I certainly was for decades. I know I used that term already, but I have been a musician, an actual musician for decades, and I've had students for over 20 years. I've been using pencils like crazy, down to the last little tiny bit until it doesn't fit in the sharpener anymore is pretty much when I give up on it. I'm also surrounded by tons of wires and all kinds of different sizes and types of paper notepad some huge some graph paper some marble notebook some line some not I'm not doing this uh, for fun I plan on having something of a small return from doing the work I am gonna be putting in work I have been putting in work and not once did I think to myself oh I'm doing this for you know, to create a show. It wasn't the first thing on my mind. It really wasn't. To better humanity? That's a pretty bold statement. I don't think I'm going to help someone in Bangladesh right now, but I'd love to. I'll do my best to be able to get a translator to speak to you if I have to. Anything can happen on this show. And due to the uh, lighting you see now, I hopefully assume you feel that way already because, again, um, this isn't the clean, pristine thing that it's going to be. But I'm feeling a genuine passion for th this conversation. And I want to pass this along as something that's, you know, to show you how honest I am about this. It doesn't mean that I'm right about everything, but I am reading writing to you, not just my own. I'm going to be speaking to you from a place of genuine research. Thorough research, by the way. Because, no, I'm not in college anymore. I'm sure I'll have an entire program or two on that. Maybe some guests that might be saying things you've never thought of before. Because that's happened to me, watching shows like this. As entrenched as this world as I was all along, even from five years old I'd say maybe even younger for reasons I will get into in very soon to be released episodes I've always known that even the things my teachers were telling me in early elementary school and even preschool sometimes they didn't sit well with me because my childlike instincts much like the Emperor's new clothing told me otherwise now Will a child hold a job? Um, if it's a war-torn country and your family's torn apart and they force you to work and you end up gaining a work ethic as a result of it, you know, a work ethic, yeah, maybe you will develop something of a sense of work because you're forced to and it was way too early for you and you had no choice. And you're crying the whole time. But I'm talking about taking advantage of your natural instincts 
as a human being, your eyes, your mind, your soul, they work much better than this lens that I'm just staring directly into the center of right now. They work. Much like your immune system. Much like all of your senses. And interestingly enough, as has come up in several readings I've done, especially older ones, there is one sense that requires something extra. Your sight does require light. This light is not my sense or yours, but without it, your sense of vision would show you absolutely nothing right now. I mention light because the sun must be a part of climate change, or at least this heat wave. Now, I keep thinking of that song, Heat Wave. I'm sure most of you know it. Um, I can, can't help it. <laughs> I am certain that, especially based on some of the things I've been hearing from experts in this community recently, you call the community whatever you want. I don't care. Truth or conspiracy theory. Conspiracies have a very particular definition. It's not this. And theories are usually taken as fact. So before you throw that term out there, just remember, and again, I'll probably have a very long episode on that. Just remember that theories are passed off as truth for a long time. Even after they've been debunked, that kind of information is harder to find. Yeah, it's not going to be on television news. It's not going to be in your local newspaper. But there are plenty of people that have plenty to say about it. And much like anything else, maybe it is just a book. But by reading books that you didn't even know existed, or topics that you didn't even know were topics to begin with, you gain some kind of, let's just call it knowledge. Again, I'm not trying to go into full details about things. I don't have a planned discussion right now. I'm just shooting from the hip. And um, just remember that Again, the climate change issue, we'll call it for now, certainly been ramped up lately. We all dealt with lockdowns and other things recently. I'm not going to go into detail about that right now whatsoever. But I am certainly, I hope not, of course, by the way. I hope not, but it looks like it may be another reason for something like a lockdown. One of the things that was mentioned in this interview, again, completely unprepared right now, guys, completely unprepared. Um, one of the things that was mentioned was, uh, sorry, Um, they're going to be using federal funds to pay for air conditioners in homes and set up community cooling centers. Please take a moment to think about what a community cooling center might look like. I doubt it's going to be a huge ice block with a fan in front of it. So, what is that? What is a communal anything? How much does that word sound like communism to you? I'm certainly not suggesting communism as good or bad, 
And I'm certainly not suggesting that we are becoming communist or are Marxist or whatever flavor of socialism you'd like to mention. I'm just saying that for the, the majority, it seems, I can only tell from what I see out there. I don't travel the streets talking to 75, 100 people a day. But um, but my job certainly my jobs over the years have certainly gotten me uh, in contact with lots of different kinds of people with different kinds of mindsets, and they seem to be against communism. Yet we have many communal things and social things. They're here. It's not like we don't use any of the tenets of it, but maybe like a lot of people treat religion and things of that nature kind of grab the pieces they like and they make themselves happy through it. Now, if someone makes themselves happy, I don't care how that happens. Just do it. But when it comes to this stuff, it may not seem like an alarming thing, a communal cooling center, but at the same time, if there were energy grid problems, if there were lockdowns, these, this is the kind of thing that would almost immediately happen, I'd say. It would be kind of thing that we would use, because why have every single home pounding AC when you're not allowed to leave your house in a heat wave, a sudden heat wave, when you can just have a big old place, you know, blow in a few vents, and then everyone can just stand in one spot. These kinds of things, whether they're used for good or bad, at first, things can change. They can just round you up all into one spot very easily just by either one post or one announcement on the news. Even if you keep away from media altogether, any kind, social or otherwise, hey, social, there's another social thing, social media, wow. So just imagine how easy it would be to convince everyone go to your community center of any kind, go to the local stadium, go to the local hospital, go to the local schools. You can put adults in schools. Um, let's not go into detail about that either. But any large facility can house a number of people far beyond the legal capacity on those signs that you see in times of emergency. And um, if I recall this climate thing before it got to be worded in a very extreme way at first was saying a martial climate you know um, counteraction or whatever I don't remember how they worded it again I don't have anything in front of me right now I'm not about to throw things on the screen for you to watch or see or look at it's this is not about that I really felt genuinely compelled to speak to this camera lens because I have a lot to say and I really do honestly believe that somebody will benefit from it much like I have from other people's shows other people's writings some very old some translated most translated often from Latin even though may not have really been a genuinely spoken language amongst many people for a long time. Certainly a lot of books written in it, especially by people that don't come from areas of the world that would have spoken Latin. 
um, it may have been a diplomacy language. I, I don't quite recall. I'd have to look at my notes. But um, again, it's just one of those things. Why am I stuck reading so many translations of Latin? And am I trusting the translator? These are things you should think about. It doesn't mean you don't read the book. But you have to think, okay, something's being lost here. It has to be. There's no way that the, the colloquial kind of whatever f silly little phrases that they use on a day-to-day -day basis in whatever culture you want to name, um, it doesn't mean that it's going to translate well. Even if it was translated, it wouldn't have the same impact on you. That's just the nature of spoken language. There are other languages, of course. And some of them sneakily end up in spoken language. It's one of the many factors of written versus spoken language. And um, again, hopefully one of the things I'll be getting into. This video is not an advertisement. Otherwise, I would make it look nice. I'm trying not to wake up one of my children who is sleeping right in front of me as we speak, may I remind you. So I kind of bounced off a bit when I started talking about the sun and your senses that need light your sense that actually requires something else that isn't it, its own sense. This comes from a book of Plato's that I've read recently, reread, I should say. And just remember that your body can defend itself against the world it is presented with. The world we live in can exist seemingly for as long as it would like to. I can't help but mention what I've been hearing lately from many different people who study many different things, that the sun itself seems to be changing. If you can picture a typical diagram of chakras rising up, you can see the color change. And I don't know if it's one of those... Um, things where I maybe I see it now that you said it but I never would have noticed if you didn't say anything but there is some talk that the sun is indeed not the yellow color that it used to be I don't think it is I think it is turning into this white sort of um and you know maybe this would lead towards an idea of what climate change I don't know but maybe age change maybe there's a cycle that has completed if you're trying to if you want to convince me that some cycle or age has either ended or began in the past few years with all the stuff that has gone on I would say you're wrong I think something has we've definitely crossed over something we've crossed over some point we're all here now I'm staring at a lens because of it I wouldn't be doing this right now. I wouldn't have had the time with the kind of work that I used to do. But a lot has changed. The entire world, whatever you perceive that to be, has changed. And every single human being in it knows something about the change that has occurred. It may not have affected everyone um, in the same way, obviously. I assume it hasn't, and there's no way to prove that it has. But for certain... We've gone through something. 
you can call it what you want a cycle, an age, an eon, whatever. There's a lot of ways to label anything. It's up to you. I'm leaving tons of things on the table in this video. I'm completely exposing myself to my own words. And I'm willing to do that because I feel it's very important right now for anyone who can see with honest eyes looking into your heart, into your soul about all the things that you have either come to realize recently or have heard through friends, family, news, whatever. I, at this moment, am simply asking you to think about it. Just think about it. A colleague that I used to work with once asked me, what'd you vote for? You know, the usual. But this wasn't your typical mechanic talk, just kind of, you know, ah, so who'd you vote for? You know, that kind of thing. It wasn't anything like that. It's nothing like that at all. This was more of a, I can't wait to find out. Oh, to quote, uh, again, I don't know why it keeps coming up right now, but to quote the Emperor's New Clothing, everyone couldn't wait to find out how stupid their neighbors were. It's a quote from the book. Hold on. Let's be let's be precise for just a moment here because the rest of this was not. <laughs> the whole town knew about the cloth's peculiar power and all were impatient to find out how stupid their neighbors were. This is exactly why this person asked me this question. How do I know? Let's well, quote a movie I may never watch again. You don't need proof when you have instinct. Now, that is not the point of this show. But there are certain things that you just know. And this was one of those things. I was asked, who'd you vote for? And I said, and they said, and they said are you one of those Trump guys? Are you a trumpeter? <laughs> I'm a bass player, a bass guitarist, actually. <laughs> but um, I'm not trying to make levity out of this. It's not easy for me to. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I'm upset right now. I'm worried. Getting back to the story. Is that what you a trumpeter with a smirk? This is a much older person. And um, I wouldn't even classify someone old till they hit like 85, right? I think this guy was close to that. He's much older than me. Probably a little bit more than twice my age. As I'm 40 as we speak right now. And um, I... I gave him as negative a response as possible, not because I'm a negative person. Anyone that really knows me will tell you that. I'm certainly not. But um, I wanted him to know that I didn't appreciate how he approached the question. And I I haven't voted in 20 years. And I'm definitely not afraid to say that. I have never felt that it was ever what they say it is. In a, yeah, in a very broad kind of question, everything sort of term. But after 9-11, so I answered him and saying, no, I'm not a trumpeter. And he's like, oh, you, you like Biden? You know, one of those things. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I probably know more about Biden's career than he does to begin with. 
because I research things. Once I realize I don't know what I thought I knew, I go and research it. Once I realize I want to find out about something, I research it in many different ways. You don't just scour YouTube all the time. There's things on YouTube, but there's way more than YouTube. And YouTube is owned by Google. And this is probably going to be on YouTube because what choice do I have? How am I going to reach you? How am I going to reach you without YouTube right now? That's the way it is. And until I can get out of it, I'm going to have to use it for now. But so I didn't even bother with the Biden thing. I'm like, no, I haven't voted in a very, very, very long time. I'm in the camp of I can't fucking believe anyone votes anymore. Because that's exactly where I stand. I really can't believe it. I assume that after this presidency's term is over, however long or short it ends up being, um, doesn't feel short regardless of how long it is at this point. But um, I assume many people that voted this time around may be slightly dejected to vote again, uh, from voting again. I assume that, and I'm only assuming this, I don't have anything in front of me right now except that book I just whipped out. I don't have anything about this right now. But I can only assume that, particularly after what they keep labeling as this midterm election, which is, like, whatever, I assume that less people are going to vote this time around. Because I think most people assume, again, assumptions, this is as good as a theory, <laughs> uh, guilty until proven innocent. I think they use these kinds of, when the, when the, what I mean to say is when the election comes around, they were like, well, you don't want to have that again, do you? You gotta vote the other side, <laughs> the other side of a coin. There's two choices. And they're red and blue. Now, why in the world would they be red and blue, you ask? More on that in another episode as well. But just know that there's a royal color. It's been purple in the past. I'll let you think about those colors for a moment. But um, just remember that there's usually more to the story. And much like how heavily misinterpreted things like the Bible and other types of books are, there's usually way more than one way to look at any of it. And that's the way it is. That's the way of things. I read an incredible book by Manley P. Hall called The Occult Anatomy of Man. It's a very short little piece. But when seeing how many religious texts are specifically referencing parts of the human body you wouldn't believe they knew about back then it really makes you wonder just exactly what is going on in these churches around here and you know what if you're a part of it you need to think about this if you're allowing one person to interpret an entire book of that nature to you and give you one side and that side has nothing to do with the stars and nothing to do with your body then something's wrong you're definitely missing something. Take a really good look at that stained glass. How much do you know about what is on there and any of the artwork in these churches, which is usually pretty amazing. And I'm not just saying, it's not just churches. It's any religious facility of any kind. 
I'm not going to label all the kinds that exist, but they're all over this country, which is a beautiful thing, by the way, because they really are works of art, and they're far much more than that. And again, I have some uh, guests planned that will hopefully bring light to a lot of those kinds of things. Hey, if they'll have me. Look at this right now. Imagine I showed this to somebody. Hey, you want to be on my show? <laughs> I, I This is not an impressive thing. I'm just trying to show you in as short a time as possible. And I'm sure this isn't that short, but I just want you to see what I'm all about. And I felt very compelled to speak about seeing that climate announcement. Um, they didn't really say anything. What's an executive action? What's an executive order? It's not a law. Much like a lot of the things that were kind of forced on us recently, not laws, not legal in any sense. And yeah, you know, uh, go against the man, you know, forget the laws, right? But then what? Mob mentality isn't always right, and it's often guided by somebody who definitely has bad motives because there are more of us than them, whatever you want to call them. I'll label that more specifically at another time. I'm really not looking to make this video a volatile, angry, non-stop diatribe of everything you've ever known in your whole life. And that, again, is not the point of this show. The point of this show is to get you to think about the, all the words you've used, all the signs you see, the job you work, your mortgage, I want you to think about all of these things. If you think you need to make $3,000 a month as one half of the income, then you're going to have to make $3,000 a month on your own and then hope that your your spouse does well enough that you can complete you know the circuit every month and pay all your bills and everything. If you think you need that in your life, you're going to. If you... If you place in your mind the kind of life you'd like, then seriously, there are other ways. We are simply convinced that we should live a certain way. And that certain way is certainly not feasible for most people. Not in a sense where your relationships with family and friends can still exist properly. Yes, you might be able to get that job and keep it, no one's saying that you can't do that. We're all capable of so much. And yet, we end up doing so little because most of our week is spent not with our family or friends or thinking. It's spent thinking about what kind of alcohol you're going to drink how much weed you're going to smoke after work? What video games are you going to play? Don't think I haven't done all that shit. I have. This isn't about that. This is about seeing things for what they are. And seeing how almost every household is exactly the same right now. Work, work, work. Go to sleep. Time to play with the kids? I guess. 
it's respected, thankfully. Like, oh, you know, he worked all day and he still made a little time to play with his kids. And we're talking about maybe 15, 20 minutes if you come home at the wrong time. When is your baby's bedtime? When is your When does your baby wake up? When does your baby go to sleep? When is your job? How much of that exact time is taken up? This forces you to have to put your children in school because that's daycare. But it's also indoctrination camp time. And yes, I do truly believe that. And yes, I know how many amazing teachers there are out there. I'm very well aware of that. I know they don't follow the syllabus. They don't all follow the syllabus to a T. I'm fully aware of that. But the syllabus that is demanded of the Department of Education is kind of scary. And the more I look into history and the opposite sides of the things they teach, I'm finding that it's quite messed up. And they really stepped away from the way people used to be educated. It's really time to make sure that the future generations don't have to suffer the style of life that we're forced into in most parts of this country and most parts of the world. Now, if that wasn't a tangent and a half, I don't know what is. But I assure you there's no teleprompter behind this camera. Just a sleeping baby. And I hope that I have revealed myself through this conversation, this one-way conversation, because in the end, the reason I got on, I already explained at the very beginning, was this announcement of things to come very soon in regards to climate action. It's no longer changes it, it's just climate action. So prepare yourself and know that things like the World Economic Forum and other types of organizations like that, whatever you want to call them, are usually at the forefront with all of this stuff. And the people that work for them are usually seated in high powers, high places in government, and other things. Once again, hopefully a topic that's going to come up quite often on this show, unelected officials. You didn't ask them to tell you how your kids need to learn. You didn't ask them to nearly monopolize the computer programming market. You didn't ask them to buy most of the farmland in this country and substitute breast milk for something else from the sudden shortage of baby formula, which we did just fine without for a long time, much like cell phones. Anyway, if you happen to know me and you're watching this, I don't think there's that many surprises. If you're new to this, these ideas, it's okay. I was just like you. I loved dinosaurs. I loved outer space. More on that another time. Thank you. Because I'm not sure how much longer I could have gone without recording myself in this way. 
I've actually already recorded a few things. Solo episode, interview. But um, this might be the very first thing I release. This poorly lit, completely chaotic and uncontrolled and unprepared rant, I guess. <laughs> Just watch out. There's a lot of broadcasting going on. A lot of spell casting. Just be careful. And think like the child in the Emperor's New Clothing. Think with the obvious. Don't allow your senses to be guided elsewhere just because somebody said so. So what if you have a difference in opinion? Maybe we can speak like adults. This is a good thing. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, everyone out there. I'm not telling you where to click or what to click or what to donate. I don't have any of that right now. I simply have to press record. And I'll be doing it a lot more in the very near future and for a long time to come, I'm sure. Thank you.